Hi, welcome to Just Common Sense. My name's Brian Harrison, and as always, I have Jerry on the line tonight. He wants to say some stuff, so say hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. There you go. So anyway, um, tonight's subject is going to be a couple things, but the first subject is going to be transgender. Oh, that just hit a big note when I said that. Everybody's going, oh, let's hear and listen to what this is going to be about. It's going to be about transgender. And we've talked about this before, but it's going to be about them being competing against women, for example. Uh, We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Leah Thomas, uh, who used to be a son man, okay, or boy. Um, That being said, though, now he or she is claiming to be a woman and now is competing uh, in, uh, obviously, swimming events. And that being said, has won a medal. And in my opinion, no, you did not win. So we're going to talk about that. But, Jerry, what's your thoughts on this? Well, you know, there's a couple things. One, uh, Leah Thomas... Leah Thompson or Thomas or whatever Thomas is 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 not a woman. Okay, right. he was he was born a guy. His uh, chromosomes are male, and uh, so he's not a girl. He is a guy. He was born a guy. Went through puberty as a right. guy. Uh, you know, and one of the things that I feel on transgender, whether they're athletes or not, is just because you take something off or put something on doesn't make you the other gender. All right. it does is make you the gender that you were born with either less parts or extra parts right and so you know as far as uh this national swimming championship that uh he won it's Mm -hmm. completely unfair for a man to be competing against the women right and one of the things I've, i've talked to you know a few different friends of mine about when you know in regards to this is there's a reason that we have men's sports and women's sports you know, when it comes to sports, men are just physically larger. They are physically stronger on average. I know there's always somebody going to say, well, there's that one woman that, and I get that. But on average, men are larger, men are stronger. That's why we don't have, you know, just basketball. Because if we had just basketball, a woman would probably never make the team. Right. And so, you know, I mean, that's why we have women's basketball. So they have the opportunity to play. So yeah. to allow somebody like this you know, Leah Thompson, I forget what his real name is, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's Leah's literally like something that's a shortening of what his real name was. Right. You know? And, uh, but, you know, I mean, like, he's like Leonard or something like that. Yeah. He shortened it to Leah, but, yeah. um, but, you know, the thing is, so what this is doing is this is taking away one more opportunity for women to compete in something because once enough guys decide that, hey, you know, I could be mediocre to below average as a guy on a guy's team man i could be a rock star on a women's team right and once enough guys do that then there won't even be any women on the women's team yeah i know <laughs> so, I, mean, I know I, I don't know i mean i hopefully that's clear enough for everybody to understand but yeah uh you know just uh it, it, it's ridiculous and you know if you're not good enough as a guy to play the sport that you like to play find another sport or get better at the sport you like yeah but don't don't try and go and take away from the women and, you know, one thing you don't notice is you don't notice a female demanding to play on the men's team. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. And again, there's a reason that. for that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. So 
I want to say a couple things. For example, okay, Emma Wyant, Wyant, I believe I got that right. I hope that's the true winner right there, in my opinion. That's also the governor of Florida. He has declared her the winner. And she I thought that be. was pretty awesome on DeSantis' part. DeSantis did a great job there, and I do agree with him on that. And, you know, when it comes to transgender, I want to say it, I am, it is totally up to you to do what you want with your body. That's fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. I may not be for it, but again, it's your choice. Now, that being said, regardless, you're thinking you're going to be a woman. You may feel it, you may think it, you may act it in your head, but regardless, you're not going to change your DNA. At least not yet. You know <laughs> Jurassic what, Brian, Park when, hasn't when happened. When I was younger, yeah. my, my younger brother, he's about five years younger than me, and my younger brother... I remember we used to go down this one road uh, where we lived in Florida and we would drive by a feed store and outside the feed store was this absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, I still remember it was blue with silver accents, two horse trailer. And my little brother just loved it. And he thought it was the neatest thing he'd ever seen. And uh, so he kept telling my parents he wanted to buy it so that he could ride in it. And finally, one day my mom said, well, you can't ride in that. You're not horse Mm -hmm. and he said well i want to ride in it so when i grow up i'm going to be a horse well obviously he didn't grow up to be a horse and Uh obviously he never rode in the trailer but Mm -hmm. that you know that you know kind of leads to the point that we're just talking about just because you say you're a woman if you're not or if you say you're a man and you're not that doesn't make it so right you know i mean so it's like just as somebody says oh i i just like wearing dresses and I like wearing heels and I like putting right. on makeup that doesn't make you a woman even right. if you mutilate your body it doesn't make you a woman you're just a man who's mutilated his body and likes to wear dresses and right. you know if you like to wear dresses knock yourself out go for it sure. but that doesn't make you a woman no just like my brother's not a horse no no <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna find this interesting if he listens to this podcast tonight <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Uh, no. Well, he'll laugh about it because we've talked yeah. about that over the years. Like, hey, man, remember when you wanted to grow up to be a horse? You know, yeah, yeah. how'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, this so known Leah Thomas has actually participated as a man or a boy. I'm not sure how old he was at the time in sports before and came in. Not too bad, but not in first place. So I guess at this point, he decides he wants to be a woman. Now he's going to compete because now all of a sudden, guess what? First place. Now, when the NCAA was there and he so known won this, they he stood up to collect his medal. I guess that's what it was, a medal. But anyway, he stood up to collect his medal and not many people clap. Now, no, they said it was silent. Silent. Yeah, Emma did it. Everybody was clapping and celebrating. Emma, you're the true winner. I don't believe that boys should be participating in women's sports or men. Same with girls or women should not be participating in men's sports. Unless you're going out to play golf with each other, things like that, it's not a big deal. But when you're doing this professionally, football, whatever the case may be, that's different. 
Meaning, but Brian, when I you go to do a it. golf course, to your point, when you go to a golf course, what is in front of the men's tee? Women's tee. Exactly. A shorter distance because they simply just, on average, like I said, there's always going to be the one woman that does, but on average, yeah. the majority of women don't have the same strength as men. So, right. you know, when you go to a golf course, you know, to your point, you know, there's mm-hmm. a women's tee that's usually substantially in front of the men's tee. This is kind of embarrassing, too, because I do play golf occasionally. And when I go out and play golf with my friends, they look at me and go, start at the women's tee. What's wrong <laughs> with that? Well, I don't get that part. I'm, what, what, what's going on here? What are they telling me? <laughs> well, when you make a mistake, I've, I've gone out before and, uh, you know, the guys that I play, played with in the past, and I've, I've not been a good golfer in my life, but I've played yeah. golf with some very good golfers. Yeah. And uh, it's always quite embarrassing if you mess up your tee shot. And so if you mess up your tee shot and it doesn't go past the women's tee, you have to buy beer for everybody. I don't want my friends hearing this because I will be buying a lot of beer. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i either end up there or i end up uh in some place like the sand or mainly in water <laughs> yeah my friends used to call me paul bunyan because i was in the woods a lot oh yeah well all i know is i could buy 24 balls i think it's come about 24 balls or whatever and by the time i'm done I'm at about three or four balls left. I say, see, I got three balls or four <laughs> balls, and that's all I got left. Where did the other ones go? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because that used yeah. to be my big victory for the day was, you know, leaving the golf course with yeah some of the golf balls that I came with and not losing them all. So. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. But, but, you know, it's but, not that many balls I lose, but still. <laughs> well, no, I don't lose 20 or so, but, you know, I, mean, I might lose seven or eight or, you know, something like that. And it's like, yeah. but, but, you know, the funny thing is, you know, now the the funny thing is there's women out there that are saying the same thing that yeah. you and I are saying that when they play with their friends, they lose a lot of golf balls and everything sure. like that. But just kind of going back to how we got into this is, mm-hmm. you know, when you brought up like you like to golf and we're talking about, you know, athletes competing in areas where they probably shouldn't be competing. Yeah. And, you know, so when you go to a golf course, there is a, you know, there's actually, if you remember, because I don't golf much and I know you don't golf much, but if you remember, there's three sets of tees. There's the uh, there's usually the the PGA tee, which is all the way back, right? You know, for the pros, and then there's the men's tee, and then there's the women's tee. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I mean, it's like when you look at that, you know, uh, the women's tee is substantially in front of the men's, and there's a reason because, like I said, you know, men are just right. on average stronger physically, and that's yeah. the same thing in basketball. If you watch, I I've got a good friend of mine whose daughter played college basketball, mm-hmm. and. So, uh, you know, we used to watch some college basketball games together and he moved away. And so we would like talk on the phone while the games were on and everything like that. And when you watch women's college basketball, um, you don't see dunks. Well, why is that? Oh, because they can't jump as high on average. I mean, is there a girl out there that can dunk? Yes, there is. I'm sure. Yeah. And it's like it Hmm. doesn't happen often, though. But I mean, I got to tell you, you know, with my friend, I've watched probably a couple dozen games and never seen one dunk. Mm-hmm. by a woman now uh conversely when you watch the men's game you can't go more than about three or four minutes in most games without seeing somebody dunk yeah. you know it's it's a constant thing and it's not because the men are more skilled mm-hmm. it's just because they're bigger and stronger and yeah. you know they can jump higher yeah yeah 
As a matter of fact, women are very good shooters in basketball mm-hmm. because they can't dunk as, as easily. Yeah. So that, so they learn to shoot better. Yeah. No, it makes sense. So anyway, we just wanted to talk about that tonight. We also want to talk about, it seems like a lot of, we talked about this uh, earlier on today when you talk about a lot of gay people that are just, I don't want to say the gays that are out there, the young ones that are all, what do I say, flamboyant. I'm talking about the normal gay people and all that. They have their relationships, whatever, and that's fine. But they're not, a lot of them are not for transgender. They really aren't. And they're totally against it. And that's their choice to do that. But I've seen, I've talked to quite a few who have said that. They just don't think it's right. And a lot of it's got to do with the sports, things like that. Have you heard any of that, Jerry? You know, just a little bit. Uh, You know, I mean, and, yeah, but I I can understand that, though, because what happens is, you know, when somebody goes out there, you know, anytime that somebody tries to draw attention to themselves in Mm -hmm. a, a way like that, what it does is it takes away from the legitimacy of other causes. Yeah. And, you know, True. I mean, so it, it's like, you know, and, and plus the other thing is my wife and I have discussed this too, that, mm-hmm. you know, with all the stuff like the, uh, the transgender stuff and everything like that, yeah. what's next, yeah. you know, once they've normalized this, once they've, you know, pounded it into the heads of the kids in school that it's, yeah. it's okay to, cut parts off right. or to sew parts on and and that yeah. that's normal which it's not normal if it was normal then you know yeah. you know we, we would have the ability to do it much simpler than major surgery and hormone treatment and and things like that but you know what's next are we are we going to start saying that you know uh pedophiles are normal and yeah. that we should all accept them and that you know we should just uh you know say that oh it's not a crime for you know an adult human being to go out and take advantage of a child and i mean that's you know, now right now there are some people that are starting to feel that way. I mean, yes, there was a uh, college professor, yep. you know, a couple of weeks back or a couple months ago that yes. wanted to change the phrase and said that pedophile was a a stigmatized phrase that we needed to get rid of it because it was discriminatory and we needed to change yep. the word pedophile and start using minor attracted person. I heard you know? about that and it's and like because yep, that's just trying to right. Uh, desensitize us yep. to this and so Correct. the thing is when you've got so you know what whether you're straight whether you're gay you know it's like yeah. you know that's you know i mean uh, okay so that's just who you are sure but once you start mutilating your body that's right. when i i start saying okay i think you've crossed the line but forget right. regardless of whether you mutilate your body or not you know that doesn't make you the other gender that's that's why i you know, I, I often hesitate when I'm in conversations with people when they talk yeah. about transgender. I'll say, well, I said, for the purpose of the conversation, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you use that term. But in reality, there is no such thing as transgender. Right. You can't change your gender. Right. And you went into a point which I was just getting ready to say. Of course, Jerry's got a camera. He's reading my notes. I was going <laughs> to talk about that professor tonight. But again, Jerry just brought it up. So and you're right. You're right. They're trying to make pedophiles even less. Maybe that professor is a pedophile, and that's what he's in denial, and he's just, you know, who knows? That's a great point. I hadn't even thought about that. Yep. Maybe there's a reason why, because he's feeling guilty about something and going, "Uh oh, maybe I better change this. Or if he can get it normalized before he gets caught. Right. Or in his own mind, he's trying to convince himself, oh, this is normal by going with less, you know, changing that name. I'm not saying it's happening. It could be. It's the thought. 
Just a thought. Yep. Now, going back into this Leah Thomas, they were talking about on the news, and they were saying tonight, well, what we could do is we could have two parts. We could have the women getting there, I guess, saying, yeah, they won, but then somebody like Leah Thomas has an asterisk saying, okay, you're a transgender, but you won. Okay, that makes no sense because by doing that, and I'm going to let Jerry talk in a minute about what he said earlier because we did talk about this. But by doing that, you're separating yourself in a sense, which the transgenders don't want to do that. So again, well, not only are you separating, you're, not, but you're, you're, you're still you're right. rewarding the person yes. for dominating in a class that they shouldn't even be in. Right. And, you know, so, you know, here's this. It, it, and the thing is, I, I know that, you know, we talk about different stuff, but here's yeah. this six foot four dude. Mm-hmm. that's swimming against these you know these girls right that are you know physically inferior to him right and it's like and and as far as competing against women these are the best of the best of women swimmers yes. and it's like but you can't compete against a guy who you know he was actually if i'm not mistaken i yeah. think he was like ranked in the world at one point you know not highly ranked he was low no, ranked, not highly, he was at least still, ranked yeah and it's like and so you know i mean it, it's just not fair and so putting an asterisk next to his name is basically rewarding him by allowing him to win the championship right. get the trophy mm-hmm. have the other person come in second place yep. and not get the first place trophy but you know the equivalent that i would give that is that's sort of like a guy robs a bank gets caught robbing the bank they put him on trial he's found guilty and mm-hmm. like okay you know what you, you were found guilty so you're going to be punished for robbing the bank but we're going to let you keep the money oh yeah <laughs> it's like really you know you yeah know i mean so and that's what well and and actually there's there's also the collateral damage mm-hmm. and you know you know me i mean i i'm not a big fan of the political correctness or you know anything like that right. so you know i mean it's like when somebody gets their feelings hurt sometimes i say hey grow thicker skin but on this one i've got to you know give in and say i agree with her the girl that was left out of the championships because Leah Thomas was in. Right. There was that one girl who yep. was the 17th placed person, yep. and they were only putting 16 in the finals. Yep. And she wound up not being allowed to be in the championship because a guy was in the championship. Yeah, and that's not fair. And what's going to happen is down the road, with all this political correctness nonsense, what will happen is pretty soon so right now you got a guy that's winning championships well pretty soon what's going to happen is then it's not just going to be oh there's a guy winning the championship right they're going to get into the whole political correctness thing and say well we don't have enough men on the women's team Mm -hmm. so we're going to have to you know meet our quota Mm -hmm. for having enough men on the women's team so that we don't seem like we're discriminatory we need we need more diversity on our women's team so you know i mean so right now we've got 10, 10 women on the team and we don't have any guys so we need to have at least three guys on our team so right. three of the women you're gone you're yeah. out of here and it's like and, and I know there's somebody out there right now that's shaking their head and saying oh that'll never happen right. well, really you know five years ago if you told me that a man would win the women's NCAA swimming championship I'd have good told point. you the same thing yeah good that point. it could never happen but it just did yeah great point there all right um time to move on to another subject we're going to go ahead and i'm just going to say yeah jerry and i both uh, are complete agreement on this and it looks like a big majority of people are agreeing that these transgenders should not compete in 
women's sports or men's sports. When well, I'll, I'll leave you with one thing on that. Ahead. I know you want to move on, but there was there was one thing, and you and I had listened to that clip, uh, sure. you know, about this, you know, the Go news ahead. clip. Yeah. And you know, you you know, one of the things that we brought into this conversation a few minutes ago was, uh, you know, how the uh, gay community feels about a lot of this. Yes. And one of the most dominant female tennis players of all time. Yeah. Was Martina Navratilova. Right. Okay. As a matter of fact, a lot of people used to joke about, you know, she looked like a man and, and, you know, and she was built like a man and everything, but she was a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, you know, the thing is, she was gay. And yeah. it's like, but she was interviewed. Yeah. And she's even coming out and saying, this is wrong. So, right. you know, th- this isn't a, uh, you know, a thing where everybody's no. standing in yeah. arms locked, locked right. steps saying, hey, you know, we all yeah. believe the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's like, so. Here's Martina. It doesn't matter whether you're straight or you're gay. People yeah. realize this is wrong. Yeah, even Bruce you know, Jenner says the same thing. You don't have to be straight to know it. Yeah. Bruce Jenner, Martina yeah. Navratilova, you know, and Those, it's like, and, and yeah. they're not saying that somebody shouldn't be allowed to right. make the transition. They're saying they just shouldn't compete in sports. Right, right. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to make this quick. There's a few things that came up today. We don't want to talk about Biden a whole lot. Um, hey, Rocket Man's back at it again. Yay, shooting missiles and everything else. Um, so, <laughs> I, I gotta tell you something. Absolutely crazy, started, huh? I don't know if he's got a new image consultant or something like that, but uh, I gotta tell you something. He has really changed. If you look at him now, he doesn't wear that that stupid black uh, pajama looking outfit anymore. Now he's wearing yeah. adult clothing, and he's yeah. actually got an adult haircut and. The other day I saw him on TV and I didn't even know it was him at first. And then they, you know, said, Oh, uh, Kim Jong-un, you know, and I was like, well, wait a minute, that's him. You know? And it's like, he, he actually made the transition to adulthood. Right. But did you see all the clothes where they're from? No. Where Trump, are they from? They're Trump ties and all that. <laughs> are they really? No, but I'm messing with you guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't oh, okay. know. Well, I, Cause well, they're no, friends, right? I, I, no, they're not exactly. friends. <laughs> they are not. He, Trump did that for a reason, saying he's friends. He's trying yeah. to keep things calm down, and it was working. <laughs> so, well, Trump was the first guy to yeah. treat him, yeah, like a world leader, and it and worked exactly. You know, the guy calmed down. Yeah, he did. I'm not saying he was good to his people, but God knows, no. and he's still so, not. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Biden today. <laughs> we saw a news clip today. Jerry sent it to me, and I saw it. And I actually looked at it on the news, and Biden's sitting here saying, guess what? He's talking about soldiers, and he's talking about you guys are going to be in Ukraine. Or, or, yeah, or not Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me rephrase yeah. that. I'm getting like, yeah, you're going to be in Ukraine, and we're going to be in Ukraine. I didn't think we were going to Ukraine. I didn't know. So what's well, going he was on there? In Poland. Yes. He was in Poland. Yes. And he was talking to... Uh, U.S. And, soldiers. I think yeah. they were the 82nd Airborne right. uh, soldiers that were over there. Yes. And he was talking to them, and he is clearly quoted. Yes. It's, it's not like one of those where, oh. you know, you can say, ah, it was a little bit edgy, and I couldn't really tell what he said. No. He was clearly quoted as saying, you know, when you go into yep. Ukraine, here Thanks. is what you can expect to see. Yeah, and he was talking about the tanks, and he's talking about the Russian soldiers and the tanks and all that. He was breaking it exactly. down. Exactly. And but but he didn't say if you go in there right. or if it happens. He said when you go, and you know that really bugs me a bit because one of two things: either he's telling our plans in advance, yeah, which is never a good thing, 
Right. And he's doing it publicly. He does it all the time. Or, you know, he is, you know, basically setting an unfair expectation to, right. uh, you know, the rest of the world. And the Ukrainians. Going in. Yeah. And the Ukrainians might be sitting going, all right, man, the U.S. is coming. Right. All we got to do is hold on. And, you know, and, and you know, so, I mean, whatever's going on, what he did today was irresponsible. Right. It was Completely dumb. irresponsible. Very stupid. And that's why it was on the news. And then... There is an announcement, he said. I heard it's going to be a big announcement about what's going on with uh, Ukraine and the war tomorrow. So maybe it is something to do with this. Who knows? But he spilled the beans today if it was the case. And again, we're going to find out what's going on tomorrow. Some big announcement, I heard. We'll see if it happens. Maybe he just said there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow. We're going to hear, you know what? We're just going to hear nothing but crickets. Well, it could be any number of things. It could be that we're going to yeah. allow the jets to go from Poland to the Ukrainian military. It could, could be, be that, many things. Uh, we're going to support a no-fly yeah. zone. It could be. I I personally don't think that it's going to be. No, no, I don't think so either. I'm because I've heard people mention that uh, you know uh, yeah. the U.S. might participate in a NATO peacekeeping force. Yeah, but see the the problem yep. with that is that NATO. Because Ukraine is right. not a NATO country, right? NATO has no standing That's to go in with a peacekeeping force, right? And the Russians could consider them a hostile uh, military force, right? And the Russians would be right in that aspect yeah. because, you know, like I said, this is not a NATO thing, and what it is is it's a United Nations thing. Yep. And the problem is that a few years back, against the, you know good judgment of the people in the United Nations, mm -hmm. they allowed Russia to have a seat on the Security Council. And when you have a seat on the Security Council, you can veto any decision by the Security Council. Right. So, you know, right now, if the UN wanted to do a UN no-fly zone, the Russians could say, nope, not going to do it. You know, and if yeah. the UN wanted to put peacekeepers in there as UN peacekeepers, the Russians could say, nope, mm. not going to do it. And all the, because they have veto power. And as the aggressor in this conflict, my personal opinion, and again, I don't know all the rules and the ins right. and outs of the United Nations, but right. I would think that the, the uh, that Russia has violated the uh, the United Nations in many different ways, their rules, and that the United Nations should remove the Russian delegation from the right. Security Council. I, know, I mean, they should just be told, hey, you know what, you know, I mean, if you were being peaceful and you were you know, trying to do the right thing, then, you know, that's yeah. one thing, but, you know, you violated the spirit of everything and, you know, you're going to lose your seat on the security council. You have no more veto power. Right. Yeah. And we're going to find out. I'm curious if anything's going to happen tomorrow. We'll see it on the news. Obviously I've already hearing people, Oh, we're going to be in world war three. There's going to be nuclear bombs on this. Hey, I'll believe it when I see it. But again, I, I, I highly doubt that. Well, the World War III claim is, is ridiculous, and yeah. uh, here's why I say that. I agree. The reason I, I say know. the World War III claim is ridiculous is that right now Russia has their hands full with just Ukraine, yeah, and they're not able to defeat just Ukraine. Right. There is no way that they're going to attack NATO now, right. which is not even a country. It is a group of countries. Right. You know, and we've now seen how uh, basically insignificant the Russian military really is and how ineffective they are. Yeah. And what I got to tell you is right now, I mean, you got to you got to imagine. I mean, the, the military, the United States military guys, 
or a bunch of, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old guys. And it's like, yeah, your sergeants, your corporals, your, yep. your lieutenants, you know, I mean, they're older than that, but your average guy in the military in the United States is a young guy. Yep. And when they train, they train for a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And so one of the things they probably train for is, Hey, if there's a conflict with Russia, um, you know, then you know, this is what we're training for. Mm -hmm. So I got to tell you something, seeing how poorly the Russians are executing yeah. their, their plan right now. Yeah. There's a bunch of 18, 19, 20 year old guys out there chomping at the bit saying, let me at them. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, it's like, we thought they were a formidable, you know, They're group, not. but now man, these guys suck, you know, and it's like, I mean, <laughs> that's it's mildly like, putting it, but yes, <laughs> they're not yeah, trained. But, but right. Think about that. Well, well yeah, yeah. But the reason they're not trained, right. Yeah. Okay. Is because Russia doesn't mm -hmm. have a volunteer military like ours right. and they don't have a professional military like ours. Right. Everything is conscript. So when you hit a certain age, you're required to enter the mm -hmm. military. Right. And you go spend one, two, whatever years, you know, in the military. Yeah. But they don't have a professional military like ours with guys that will reenlist and make a career and, yeah. and you know, spend 17, 18, 19 years and sure. become professional at their trade. Yeah. So these guys that are over there fighting, some of them may have been in the Russian equivalent of high school, yeah. you know, a couple of months ago, got a cursory training on, hey, here's how you wear your uniform. And, you know, here's how you take your rifle apart yeah. and put it back together. But as far as extensive combat training, no, they don't have it. They never have. Yeah. And so, you know, right now they've been exposed. And so, you know, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, I mean, if, you know, they realize that they can't even beat Ukraine. I, I just, my personal opinion is, could be wrong. I have been before in the past. I don't see Russia taking the chance to actually draw all of NATO's ire against them. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to go back and talk about something, too, that we were both wrong on. And we both found out the hard way of, well, it's actually a good thing, that... We thought this war was going to be over with fairly quick. We thought Russia was going to go in. We didn't expect Ukraine to go and say, hey, we're going to accept you in here. That's not the case. We just thought they were going to go in and take a city out, take a city out, and then all of a sudden Ukraine was going to surrender. I mean, we thought it was going to be quick, and this is going on a lot longer than any of us thought. I thought support that this would have been over. Yeah, yeah, I did too, and I thought it was going to be over, and I'm actually glad this is going on. I'm happy to see it. Now, I will say this, yes, I hear people talking out there, well, the Ukrainians are doing this, their own people. I'm hearing that. I'm hearing things like, um, well, the Ukrainians were bad. Yeah, there were some bad things in Ukraine that has happened, but just like Russia, a lot of stuff's happened there. But this is, we're talking about a uh, like Russia invaded Ukraine. It wasn't a situation where Ukraine was just going, you know, picking on them, going back and forth. So that's the real issue here, and that's what we're talking well, and it's about. Not, it's not a fact that sure. the Ukrainians were not the people uh, abusing their own people right. and putting them in gulags and no, you know, we're stuff hearing like the stuff. Russians that's do. all, and it's not the case. And yeah, I mean, because I mean, we would have been hearing about that, correct? And see, this this is the thing, you know, for the for the folks that think that Conspiracy. you know the Russians are are doing the right thing now, and they're being the the white knight or the, you know, right. whatever you want to call them yeah. for, for the people who are thinking that right now. Okay. Something that I brought up a few minutes ago, right? Russia has a seat on the United Nations security council. Yes. If Russia has a seat on the United Nations security council, if the Ukraine was, you know, abusing their own people, you know, and killing off their own people and, 
you know, everything like that, then why didn't Russia bring that up to the U.N. Good and point. have the U.N. do something? Good point. Why did Russia act unilaterally and do it themselves without going to the United Nations? Because that's what the whole right. point of the United Nations is. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, these are conspiracy theories out there, and we're hearing this con- these people that believe all this stuff. And, you know, for you guys that have these conspiracy theories, you're not part of the solution. You're actually part of the problem. I myself know of one out there that's uh, talking about a whole situation where Russia's doing the right thing. They're, first of all, they're taking back their country. Well, it was never their country. No. It was never it, it their was, country. It, it was a portion of the Soviet Union Correct. which broke apart, and Ukraine became a separate country. Right. Actually, Ukraine was a separate it country was, even yeah. under the Soviet Union. Exactly. And yet, that's how stupid these people are when they think this is going on, and they don't do their research. They don't know what they're talking about, and they're completely wrong. And these are people that are conspiracy theorists. That's what they do. They come up with all these theories that aren't based on any fact. It's based on something that I think that just comes up out of their head or they hear bits and pieces of something and try to put it together like a puzzle. It's a jigsaw puzzle on different parts. It's not even put together right. You know, that's a great analogy, the the puzzle analogy, because, and, and I'll take that analogy even one step further. It's almost like they take like three puzzles. Yeah. And dump them on the table yeah. and mix all the pieces sure. up and then divide it into three different piles and then right. try and make a proper puzzle out of each of the three right. piles. Yeah. And you maybe know, it's not going to work because the parts aren't sure. right. And, and it's like, you know, right. so they get their information like those puzzle pieces. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, well, yeah, you know, uh, based on what I've got in front of me, mm-hmm. this is what I came up with. And you look at it and you're like, that's not even a valid picture, no. you know, and it's like, no. And, and so that's the same thing. They're grabbing these right. puzzle pieces that don't match, yeah. and they're putting together a theory of something that doesn't make sense. And yeah. that's why I brought up the thing about the Security Council, because yeah. if there was really something yeah. horrible going on in Ukraine, then that's the way that Russia should have handled it. Correct. And I just don't see it. I just heard, like I'm hearing all these different stories about things going on like that. I'm sure things are going on here and there. Something goes on or something. There's always going to be one bad seed in the crowd. We always say it. Was there corruption in Ukraine? Absolutely. Yeah, Ask the Biden of family. course. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll go with there's corruption in Ukraine, and it's like, yeah. and and that's that's actually something I don't doubt, and it's like you know, I, I and I don't even think the Bidens are the only ones. Yeah. Complicit. I'm I'm pretty sure there's people on both sides of the aisle. Hillary Clinton making oh, money. Well, no, I'm sure there's Republicans too that just, I'm sure you know, there we, are. we don't know about, but sure, you know, what I mean, so is Ukraine corrupt? Absolutely. Yeah. Are they genocidal? Uh, I haven't seen anything yeah. to support that. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's what conspiracy I mean, doesn't theories mean it's not talk about. But I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen true. anything until and in I this get day proof. age of cell phone video and, yep. you know, and everything like that, we're just, you know, any person can show anything yep. at any time. I, I just have a hard time believing that, uh, you know, something like that was going on in the Ukraine and nobody knew about it. Yeah. All right. So enough of that subject tonight. Uh, We're going to end the show here in a minute. I got one more thing to say. We did run a little bit over tonight, guys, but I want to do a shout out to our farmers tonight. Okay. So I heard some farmers speaking and they're talking about what's going on with these gas prices. So let's put this together, guys. Joe Biden thinks that we're having great and inflation's going great. Uh, The economy's doing good and I am so perfect and all that. Um, Yeah. Right, Joe. 
So let's yeah, talk about. We're going to have a food shortage. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about this with the farmers. <laughs> so these farmers were talking, and this is going to be a short one, but the farmers were talking about diesel prices and the diesels, you know, the, the fuel that goes into these tractors are diesel. Now, let's think about this, guys. If you go look at look at the gas prices and then look at diesel prices. Big difference. Diesel prices, I wouldn't want to have a car. It's diesel right now just because diesel's way up there. Now, thank you, Joe Biden, by the way. Yes, he did that. Um, so that being said, let's talk about things in the tractors. They were talking also about a sensor that they can't even get the part that goes into the tractor. It's a $40 sensor, but because they can't get this, it's on back order. Thank you, Joe Biden. That, guess what? They can't run their tractors. Well, guess what that does? It makes it a little bit harder to get food, and they have to cover their prices. Guess what? Your food prices are going up. Inflation, guys. Thank you, Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, I got to give him a, a applause. Yeah, that's about an applause he gets real short. There was no applause really for him. I gave it really quick. No, it's an applause of being how stupid he is and how he's handling this. He's not handling it at all. So, um, otherwise, that's all I got to say. What do you got to say on that, Jerry? And then we're going to end uh, this. Wasn't it Biden's press secretary that said that the – or press secretary or secretary of the Treasury or something like that that said the inflation was going to be uh, temporary? That's true. You know, I, I, I remember that. I, I don't remember which person said it, but I do remember them yeah. coming out and saying that it was yeah. temporary and it was it was transitory and that it was not going to be a permanent condition <laughs> and it would be over in a couple of weeks and, and we'd be back to normal. And, yeah. you know, so but then again, this these are the same people that told us two weeks to flatten the curve on COVID. So, oh, yeah, I um, also heard gas prices were going to go down, too. Yeah, that really happened. Yeah. We're you know, what? It, it, I'll are. tell you some gas prices did go down a few cents in some areas i didn't see but it. you know i mean basically that's you know nothing to do with anything that biden's doing and but i'll tell you something yeah. even if they went down a few cents it's still way, way higher than higher. when he took office my pickup truck took a hundred and nine dollars to fill the other night yep and that's with regular unleaded if i was having to use premium or diesel. it would have been far more than that yeah or, or diesel. diesel yeah diesel would be really bad and that's yeah. why we're we're all about our farmers. That's why I bring our farmers up on a show every time. I talk about our farmers occasionally. This is one night I'm talking about the farmers. Guys, you guys, we're proud of you. You're doing a great job, and we know you're going through hell right now with this, and we understand it. Unfortunately, us understanding it isn't helping you. It really isn't. People like Joe Biden, who should be opening up, obviously, more pumps, more uh, pipelines and not shutting them down should be doing the right thing, getting oil from Alaska. We've talked about it, and obviously the Keystone pipeline should be being re are being or should say start being built again. I'm sounding like Joe. See, I start talking about him. I start going into that little thing that he does. Next thing you know, you'll be falling down on the stairs. Yeah, well, remember, I don't even have anything in front of me. I talk just like this. I don't have any, you know. Yep. <laughs> I'm not reading from a script or anything else, and that's one thing I always say, and that's one thing I'm going to continue to do. So, the minute I have to think in my head, um, Joe's got the whole thing in front of him, and he's like, what did I say? Oh, hold on. That's not on my list. Hold on. I got to look. Let me look at my list I was supposed to talk about. They gave me instructions. Well, not he even says what's it. not on the list, but you can tell when yeah. he goes off the script. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and I guarantee you that there's some pretty, 
harsh conversation when he comes back in after doing that. I, I guarantee behind the scenes, they're going, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. For Joe. those of the for those of the people listening that have seen the movie and the movie Happy Gilmore, uh, you know his his grandmother's in that uh, yeah. old folks home. Yeah, and Ben Stiller's character is a guy that oversees the people in the old folks' home, and he's abusing yeah. them and yeah. and everything like that. And yeah, and that's what I think about every time that I hear Joe Biden say something he shouldn't say. That when he goes back inside, that there's a Ben Stiller character inside that's gonna you know hold him to task and and punish him for you know saying something he shouldn't have said. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I... It's interesting. I hear a lot more about Obama lately than I've had even when uh, Trump was in office. He kind of disappeared for a while, and then all of a sudden Joe's back, and we're hearing a lot more from Obama all of a sudden. I wonder what's going on there. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, tonight we were at dinner with some other friends of ours, yeah. and uh, Obama came up. And when Obama came up, one of the, the folks that we were having dinner with said, well, you do understand that Obama was about as much in charge in, when he was the president as Biden is now. And I was like, you know, that's probably true because he was a guy that just came out of nowhere, had no real skills, had no real accomplishments, just like Biden. And, you know, basically, you know, was kind of kept from speaking, you know, um, without a script. Yeah. And so. You know, when you look at that, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, so that's why, you know, I think Obama's been so silent is that, you know, he knows that if he comes out and speaks, he has to have a script because if he right. doesn't, you know, then he's going to blow it because he, yep. he he may have some advanced degrees and he may be somewhat intelligent. But, you know, let me tell you something, yeah. you know, what I would call an intellectual now. Hey, by the way, I'm going to show this on the camera guys. I hope you can see this. Um, got to hold my camera straight. That's what it says. I saw this. I had to take a picture of it. 2012 Barack Obama. It was on the back of a car today. I'm a little confused. I thought all those cars went to the scrap heap. I thought Obama had his thing to get rid of cars years ago Cash was, clunkers, yeah. right and i was like celebrating i'm like great uh, you know cash for clunkers here we go we're getting all the obama stickers off that's how we did it <laughs> well now to be fair though brian i i do have an obama sticker on the back of my pickup truck yes but i'm sure you got something written beside it or something else well, because it says, yeah it says obama and then under that it says why stupid people shouldn't vote Okay, I'm glad you actually said that because I'm sitting here going, well, I think I'm supposed to go have dinner with Jerry tomorrow night, but if he's now supporting Obama, it's going to be a little bit of a different thing when I get there tomorrow night. So you guys yeah, might want to YouTube. Change, yeah. yeah, there'll be a big fight in the parking lot. And again, as I'm always going to say, if it were if he were supporting Obama, then, well, it won't be much of a fight. Let's say that. But <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, guys. As always, we want to go ahead and thank our law enforcement for everything you guys do. Uh, guys, we're really proud of you guys are out there. There's a lot of stuff going on. We heard something else briefly. I'm going to make it real quick on the news tonight. I heard it. Uh, Jerry probably didn't hear about it, but apparently there was a uh, case where the uh, protesters actually got a they caught a victory. No, it's not a victory because they were taking the protesters side of and saying you know the law enforcement was being brutal on some stuff and you know I, i'm not i didn't go into reading it but i can tell you this if that's the case and where are these 
who are these guys? They're gaining this millions. Uh, I, I forget. It was like one or two million dollars. Who are these guys? You know, unless I see proof of that. I mean, yes, there's some bad seeds in the crowd, but a, pro, a bunch of protesters getting money out of it. I, I don't see why. Um, unless they were actually involved, they got hurt, something like that. Then maybe you deserve some money. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Anything on that, Jerry? And then we're going to move on quickly. And yeah. Else. How much are we giving the cops that got hit with bricks and, yep. you know, got concussions and lost an eye or, you know, something like that? Yeah. Or businesses got burned down. We can go on with the BLM yeah. and all that. Um, all right, guys. want to thank our, uh, obviously, our law enforcement. We thank you guys. We're going to thank our military as well. Hey, hey, I guess you're going to Ukraine, right? <laughs> who knows according to biden i don't know (laughs) world war three starts tomorrow apparently no i'm kidding don't take that seriously guys oh my god (laughs) and i gotta tell you a funny joke in a minute um and then i do want to thank our farmers we know you're going through a lot we just talked about it thank you guys for everything you do our first responders thank you for everything you do Our, our truck drivers you guys are still driving around a lot of places right now and i hear a lot of good things are going on with that and for the people that are working. So, again, thank you. Okay, I did a joke yesterday on somebody. I actually saw it, and I had to do this. And it was an alert that came across my phone. And it was it's like one of those alerts you listen to, and all the phones start going off. It's usually a flood watch or something like that. Well, somebody put a fake alert out there on a TikTok video, and it was kind of crazy and i actually copied it <laughs> i had my phone yesterday and what it did is goes beep 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 and then it said uh national alert services whatever the case may be i'm not sure how they go through it but it said a tsunami has been detected heading towards the east coast of the united states an earthquake of nine point something happened and it's playing it sounds so real and it says Everybody needs to evacuate the coast. Um, Washington is going to evacuate or DC and it's going through this whole thing. And it says for, if you are 400 miles inland, you need to evacuate the coast 400 miles away. Right. I first heard it. I'm like, that's pretty scary. <laughs> and they were saying the tidal wave was 1,600 feet high. So anyway, I did this at with some people yesterday and I played it like it was an alert. You'd be surprised how many friends of mine, and I did it to friends. I wasn't, <laughs> I had a few of them go, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and they were freaking, one freaked out so bad. I thought this individual was going to have a heart attack. I got to go home. I got to run out of here quickly. <laughs> That's like the old H.G. Wells War of the Worlds. I know it was. <laughs> Look that up, guys, for you young guys out there who haven't even heard about that. War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells really happened there was a whole radio they it was sounded so real that people believed it they thought that was really happening but it was really cool (laughs) but that being said a couple people freaked out i had one person go well my phone's not going on what are you doing because they know me by the way they know i am a prankster like that and uh so anyway (laughs) and one of my other friends he's sitting there he's just like this typing on the computer he's like looks backing us yeah it did use the type i like i guess you're ready to go <laughs> but anyway um i was gonna pull this prank on jerry we're gonna have dinner tomorrow night but i was gonna pull this prank but jerry's not that stupid he would have looked at me and said yeah that's an iphone that's not gonna work right 
Uh, I already heard about it, guys. I know. I'm hearing about it from some people. You, you know how we do the whole Android iPhone. So I've already heard. Well, yep, you got an iPhone. Yep, guess what that means. Guess who makes iPhone? Yep, you're a terrorist. <laughs> no, all this stuff. I'm getting all this craziness because uh, iPhone. But um, otherwise, I also do photography, though. I got Apple computers. That's why I have to use that. And Jerry and I go back and forth on his Android phone, and that's about it. Right, Jerry? Absolutely. Take that earpiece out, Jerry. You look stupid. <laughs> he lives in it. His wife told me he sleeps with the earpiece in, yeah. <laughs> but he works hard. He works a lot. And he gets lots of phone calls constantly, so I get that. That's understandable. All right, guys. Thanks for everything. You guys have a great night. God bless you. God bless America. God bless Ukraine and everything that's going on in the world right now. Pretty much God bless everybody, and take care. Have a great night.